0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Wayman Tisdale, Spud Webb, Joey Devine, Pete Chilcutt, Kurt Rambis, John Keen, Stan Kimbrough, Guest, Sparkle Horse! And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Divine!
2: Hi, it's me, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Divine, and I'm here with my permanent co-host, the permanent co-host, not mine. I mean, we I I live in a world where uh people don't own other people, unlike Billy Crystal in the classic movie, My Giant, where he owns that giant. Uh, Sean it's, Keen. It's messed up. It's messed up. Uh, what's hi, it like
1: being hi. a free man? It's good. It's good. Uh, I, I was able to, I saw Billy Crystal from afar a couple weeks ago, and I was not his personal property. He was not able to tell me what to do. He was only able to tell me what not to do, which is buy a Kangol hat when did, I'm 70. Did he
2: tell you if you've, did he ask you if you've seen The Condor?
1: The uh, Condor. I guess I gotta
2: put that drop in right now.
1: Because <laughs> I asked Mr. Bomber, he said, "Hey, listen, nobody's safe except the Condor. The Condor. Have you seen the Condor?"
2: Hopefully he loves I that Condor. To save it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get to our episode, um, yeah. Business. I'm bad at the business part of this, Sean. Which oh, is why right. I'm only temporary host. That's uh, true. Follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail dot com. And please mm-hmm. rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh I don't know why ratings are important, but every other podcast I've ever listened to says they're really important.
1: In uh, in almost a desperate way, too.
2: Yeah, it's like please. Give us a five star review. It's so Greatest, important. baby. A man has a gun to my head, and if I don't get a five-star review, he's gonna pull the damn trigger. <laughs>
1: uh yeah. It's it's uh we're just gonna ask normally. Yeah. You know? It'd be cool if Here, you got some time. I'm
2: I'm gonna ask normally, ready? Um please, if you have the time, uh rate review and subscribe on iTunes. Um, Is that good enough? Just do it. Come
1: on. Just give (laughs) us a
2: review. Give Give us a a review. review. (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, Thanks to everybody who's
2: already given reviews. Yeah, we also, we do remember there's some unfinished business we have, Sean. Uh, Uh,
1: It does involve Billy Crystal. It
2: does, and it is not seeing the Condor. Have you seen the Condor? Uh, No, we are going to record... Uh, an, a commentary to the film My Giant, which is again about white slavery. Uh, we've we've texted Dave Schilling about it, and we will be doing it soon.
1: Yes. Also, happy birthday to Dave Schilling's son.
2: Yeah, that's weird.
1: Well, i um, you know. It's just he was born he was born during game 7 of the World Series last year. Don't don't blow up Dave Schilling's baby spot, dude. Sorry, sorry. It's not
2: your kid's. It's it's not your kid, dude. <laughs> shouts shouts to the baby though. Yeah. Um shouts to fatherhood. All right. Uh Should we talk about news, I guess, right? Uh yeah, I guess so. There sure. is one
1: th- our piece
2: of news I really don't want to talk about though, Sean.
1: Well, we should just mention it. It's
2: so depressing.
1: I mean, in a way, it's it's inspiring if you're an orthopedic surgeon or, like, a bad person.
2: Yeah, or Jordan Peterson.
1: <laughs> hey, look, LeBron James All came right. out in support of it.
2: Let's talk about the news.
1: Uh-huh. This is Round Ball Rock News basketball news for humans and robots trust the process
2: uh derrick rose went for 50 points last night a career high um, for Derek rose. and everyone on the internet treated it like uh he was like super tight and this is like a cool thing we should talk about and how like derrick rose's back uh and you know what else is back?
1: Uh his rape trial. <laughs> well, it it is like like if you are one of those those like stick to sports people who all, all, only things that are between the lines count, it is impressive that uh he came back from medical problems. However, except, knowing everything else you know about Derek Rose, except here's the fucking
2: thing about this. It's like 3 years ago, on the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Mo Williams scored 55 points. And nobody gave a shit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was, like, fucking old, dude.
1: And, he was uh, a, and that was a, way tighter. seems like a good person, too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I just don't want to talk about Derrick Rose anymore, ever again. Like, fuck Derrick Rose, dude. Fuck Lance Stevenson. Fuck Derrick Rose. Fuck Kobe Bryant. Like...
1: Yeah, man. Like, and I'm uh, not,
2: like, a, a super, like, wokeness over everything uh, Kind of seems either.
1: like you're virtue signaling here, Joey.
2: <laughs> I am uh, a huge white knight, baby. <laughs>
1: Here's what I will say about all those people who are like, yeah, dude, there's a civil trial who's found not guilty, which, not what happened, but also, uh, do do people really just think that, Court verdicts are are the be all and end all, like where there are people who are like, No man, fucking OJ Simpson, not guilty verdict, dude. He's a good guy. We should be just be talking about those Heismans, man.
2: Yeah, but then when he got the guilty civil trial verdict, oh, they, were, they like, were like oh, I don't know oh, what to do, dude.
0: Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> if you know anything about America, it's that our criminal justice system is perfect. It's an unbiased arbiter of truth um and inspires more and more people every single day. Yeah, I learned that from watching Making a Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, man, uh the only thing I would say about this is that letting Derrick Rose score 50 points in a game means that I don't want to hear any Rudy Gobert defensive player of the year arguments. You know what I mean? Like like Sure. If Derrick Rose is scoring 50 on you, like sorry you couldn't stop you couldn't stop that guy come on now
2: um lebron tweeted quote he's still a superstar um which if that were true what the fuck was happening on the calves
1: last year dude yeah would you would you kicked him you exiled him to utah you sent him to the desert to die lebron yeah he had a secret wedding remember you know um... quite a, quite a week for lebron james and uh and rapists i would say an instagram post about kobe bryant and then the same day like d-rose still a superstar mm-hmm. um and of course it happened on halloween because halloween is a night where monsters can excel for
0: one <laughs> night <laughs> um
2: also the last thing i want to say about this is uh media Lamestream media uh being good at sports doesn't make you a good person stop that narrative
1: i'm not sure what it is that derrick rose does that is very admirable even even in like basketball terms uh i understand that it was like personally very powerful for him but i just don't know why anyone else needs to give a shit basically
2: I don't know, man.
1: I just wish – look, I'm
2: all for uh, redemption uh, and, like, second chances or whatever. Uh, But you got to show, like, some – I don't know.
1: Like – Contrition. Exactly. Yeah. Remorse. You're giving, like, charity work, something like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess he had that secret wedding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did have a secret wedding. Also, uh, isn't it about time for Derrick Rose to mysteriously leave the Minnesota Timberwolves for days at a time without telling anyone?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure that'll happen in two weeks once the
1: civil appeal starts up again. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, this is like, this is basically watching Derrick Rose score 50 points is like watching Louis C.K. do a set at the Comedy Cellar and being like, yeah, he didn't jerk off once during that set. He's back. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Um, All
2: right. (laughs) Hopefully we don't have to talk about him doing playing good basketball ever again. I mean, he's going to be their go-to guy once Jimmy Butler goes. No, it'll be Marquise Chris, dude. Oh, you oh,
1: that's the trade. I still don't believe that trade's real. I just don't I don't think that trade offer is real, but maybe. Um, Marquise Chris finally made his season debut. So congratulations to the ride. Yeah, the Marquise day Chris.
2: the day the Suns didn't pick up Dragon Bender's option. So that was a great day for Marquise Chris.
1: I yeah bet. he. Dragon, but his arch-rival, we think, probably, Uh, right? I mean, they were drafted in the same draft, and
2: they were both equally terrible.
1: Also, the Suns made a point of announcing they weren't picking up his option at least a day earlier than they needed to. He had a really sad quote about it, too. Yeah, where he was just like, well, I would have preferred the option be picked up. Um... The ride. The the ride. By the way, two for five, two rebounds, one block, one turnover, minus two. Pretty good, Marquis Chris stat line. Um, I can't tell if he committed a technical foul, fell down, or uh, like made a thirty-five footer three seconds after a shot clock. <laughs> Those would have been. Uh,
2: how many times did he try and dunk on somebody when it was like impossible for him to dunk?
1: Uh, it looks like only one from the box score, uh, because he made two close range shots. He missed. It's hard to tell from this shot chart, but he he badly missed two three pointers, which is very uh, very good. Oh, his option, his fourth year option was also declined. In not really a surprise. Mm-hmm. It's too bad because maybe Minnesota would have wanted to pick it up. <laughs>
2: Um, Hey, Uh, by the the way, while we're talking about rookie player options, this is the worst complaint I've ever done on this podcast, by the way. I I just want to preface that real quick. Uh, But if anyone out there who listens to this show works for NBA 2K, in the franchise mode, could you please change when you pick up the options in the game? Thank you. Yeah. They happen at the wrong time and it fucks up off season trades. Anyway, oh.
1: well, um, Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons and Dario Sarch did get their options. Picked oh, thank up. God! Congratulations to those guys. Also, congratulations to Lowry, Markin, Chris Dunn, and Denzel Valentine. None of these were uh, particular. Oh, other
2: options. That declined Denzel one, for- that Denzel Valentine one's kind of surprising, right? He hasn't exactly been
1: good. Yeah, they just don't they're they're not really saving. It well no, he has not been that good, but uh I think it's only his third-year option and so it's like I don't think it's that much money, but also uh the Bulls aren't really like shopping mm-hmm. this offseason because they can um that Jabari Parker contract is so big that uh anyway, I don't know. Who knows what the Bulls are doing? Uh, the surprises, I would say, uh, Furcon Korkmaz. <laughs> Not uh, that surprising. The, the Turkish Marco Bellinelli. Um, uh, Timothy Walu L- 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 it, it Again, one one reason you maybe shouldn't have trusted the process is that when you get a lot of first-round picks, a lot of them just end up getting declined during their Thunder
2: should have picked up that option though. Like what are, what money are they trying to save?
1: I don't, I don't really get that one either. Um, Tyler Lydon also had his, option. dude, that was the
2: second year option too. That one's crazy. That's
1: that's really like, that's very bizarre Mm -hmm. that they, they're already out on this guy. Once again, uh, no offense to Trey Lyles who fun, good NBA player, but, uh, they traded the Donovan Mitchell pick for Trey Lyles and the pick that became Tyler Lydon, who will become an unrestricted free agent this July. And the
2: weird thing is, is you can't even really call them losers of that draft just because they also drafted Monte Morris fifty second, yeah, that same draft, <laughs> which is like, uh, lucky,
1: um. Right. it's very, it's weird that Furkan Korkmaz had a two million dollar option declined by the Sixers i gotta say
2: no wouldn't that be right by where he was drafted wasn't he like seventeen or something
1: no 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 i'm i'm just saying it feels like uh worth picking that one up that's all i mean i i don't think he's good though right right he's just it, I guess I guess seeing him at Summer League, he was he was like an eighty or a ten yeah. every time I saw him. So uh yeah, man. Uh also other guys who got declined. Uh non Euro Euro Henry Ellenson. Mm-hmm. That is just Boy, like a poor guy. A, poor dude. Uh but also that is when you're like a n Dan Gundy was gone. The new guy, Henry Ellenson had no chance because there's no reason a new GM is going to be like, oh, let's hold on to this guy's questionable trash. Yeah. It's like...
2: I um, admittedly, I'm biased on Henry Ellenson just because uh, his family, his entire family is always at Summer League, and they're really nice. Just like giant white people.
1: uh, I mean, he's... He doesn't ever play, right? No I, I, I just I still I'll tell this again. saw him at the draft, saw his name was Henry Allenson, heard him talk, <laughs> still thought that English was his second language. No he has like a he's, they seem Amish or something. yeah, like like something whatever like Dwight Schrute's family was <laughs> on the office, <laughs> um, and poor Justin Padden. The prize of the Jimmy Butler deal <laughs> um, also had his option declined, probably because he's broken his foot seven times since he was drafted.
2: He's like somebody someone's going to take a shot on in like four years from now. It'll be like, wow, Justin Patton is a good rotation player, I think, just right, because...
1: Can't, can't he had shoot will well? I
2: don't know. I don't know what I he's just... good at, but it just seems like a super bummer that Agatha, yeah. he just keeps breaking his foot.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Malachi Richardson also had his option to collide, which is only a surprise because I thought the Kings would have somehow done it last year already. Mm. The What a draft class in luckily, luckily, he gets
2: to go back to the Dungeons & Dragons game he's from. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um...
1: Uh, do you think Tyler Lydon and Henry Ellinson will get an apartment together in Sioux Falls when they're the front <laughs> board for the Sky Force next year? I think uh,
2: Tyler Lydon goes and makes hella money in Europe. Yeah.
1: He just seems like. Oh, Lydon. yeah. He kind of feels like like. Also, he feels like a guy who has maybe never left the country before and would just like go to Greece once and be like, this is amazing! <laughs> you heard of Rapa? I know it's... Anyway. Uh, oh, the reason the Thunder got rid of TLC, though, is, uh, though I would have taken a flyer on him, too, uh, because of their repeater tax thing, his $2.5 million is going to cost them like $12.5 million, So that's what they're doing. Yeah, but that's so classic cheap. cheap shit, cheap ownership, man. Oh, I, I agree. It's just... It was slightly less cheap than I thought. But it's still, it's still like, I wouldn't like that if I were uh, Paul George or Russell Westbrook. Right, but, yeah,
2: you're not going to get... Like, look, I'm not high on TLC, but, like, you know, he could be... Um... Fuck, what's his name? The guy who got his leg broken by the cops.
1: Um, Thabo Cephalosha.
2: Yeah, like he could for sure be Thabo Cephalosha.
1: I'd say like a lot of guys learn how to play basketball a lot better in their early 20s. And you're not,
2: but you're not going to be able to... It has happened before. Yeah,
1: but what I mean
2: is you're not going to be able to sign Thabo Cephalosha for $2 million. Right,
1: yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, because then what you're doing... Is you're getting on the veterans minimum treadmill, yeah, and that doesn't work out that well for them. I mean, all he has not shown a great deal in the NBA, but uh, given what their wing situation is behind Paul George, uh, he seems like that seems like a reasonable uh, price to pay. Because yeah. they have to send somebody, right? Like they—they're not really saving twelve and a half million dollars because they have to pay someone for that roster I mean, spot. You
2: know who they're gonna pay, right?
1: Is it is—is jo- is Houston gonna come back? No, it's oh, it's gonna be more Raymond Felton. Oh, come on back, <laughs> yum yum yum, That's yum. All it means, uh, they just hugging. sticking his head, just putting that money feedback on his mouth.
2: Um. All right. Should we? Did we talk about Ty Lue getting fired? We did, we right? Did,
1: we did. I just realized how amazing it was that uh, Tyron Liu and Hugh Jackson were fired on consecutive days. For those of
2: you that don't know, Hugh Jackson is the uh, Cleveland ba- Browns coach.
1: Uh, 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 Kevin what Costner
2: a... finally fired him.
1: Kevin Costner finally fired him. Uh, after <gasps> He kept him on after the death of his father. Uh, and who played catch with him in the cornfield? I'm. I don't think I'm mixing up any movies here. Um, kind of amazing. If you, it was an amazing season of Hard Knocks on HBO, which I usually the best Hard Knocks is when you have a coach that is on his way to a firing, mm-hmm. and uh, Jeff Fisher was one of those people. Um, unless he was on the Amazon version, I don't remember, but. Jeff Fisher's the great kind of, like, out-of-touch showboating coach. Um, Anyway, uh, if you watched Hard Knocks, you know that Hugh Jackson seems very much over his head and also dealing with the deeply depressing deaths of his brother and mother in training camp this year. But also uh, bearded bully Todd Haley, offensive coordinator, run out of many NFL cities, also fired. Uh, But anyway, I just... I can't remember or imagine a situation where a city's major sports coaches were fired back to back like that. And it can only happen certain times of year. Right. So I'm, I'm wondering, it ha- there's got to be a situation where a guy's been canned at the end of an NBA season and a baseball manager has been fired for starting the season like two and ten. Mm-hmm. But I just I can't think of it offhand. There's no good firing database, but, but Joey, (laughs) if that was going to happen, that would be incredible, Please,
2: listeners, get us a firing database.
1: (laughs) Dates, money owed. I would, I would love one just for Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like just how much money did the Browns eat when they had to get rid of Butch Davis? You know what I mean? Like, like how much money is Dan Gilbert paying a coach he originally hired in 2006. Mike Brown? Yeah, Mike Brown. That's <laughs> like probably 10 more million dollars. Um Anyway, just an incredible if oh, but Joey, if I told you that that had happened in an American city, wouldn't you say yeah that happened in Cleveland? Oh, 100%. Like, like, like I think maybe Terry Francona's going to get fired just because of this. Like the Indians will get frustrated, Trevor Bauer will have Secretly tried to punch him or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Columbus Crew coach, watch your back. The Blue Jackets
2: are they still there? The Blue Jackets, I think. <laughs> I think yeah. they moved to Winnipeg or something. Um.
1: <laughs> Larry, also, Larry Drew still has not finalized his agreement to actually become the in room coach. Dude, he is the I, heard, coach. I heard. Right.
2: I heard Windhorse say something interesting about that on. Another podcast this week uh, that blew my mind about how big of a of uh, a uh, villain Dan Gilbert is.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Uh, apparently, right before the season started, Dan Gilbert cut all the assistant coaches' pay. Holy shit! And yeah, and so, so these that's guys who had
1: no chance to go anywhere. And else that's that, why right. Jim Boylan left, if you remember, right? Oh, right. And, and that's probably why Larry Drew's like, fuck you, pay me.
2: Yes, that is
1: exactly why. That is, I mean, the whole thing with Cleveland is so ridiculous that, look, I don't think Ty Lue is any, anything special. I think it was a gift to get fired and get all his money, but what was he supposed to think when they extended Kevin Love and did not get rid of a single player from that old ass. Uh, it's 2018 insane. Season. I don't know. I because, why? Because I mean, because even if you didn't do anything else, don't extend Kevin Love, right? <laughs> like let him, let him, let him go or trade him. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I just have to say, if you're Tyronn Lue and it's two weeks into the season. And the owners firing you because you're still trying to play Kevin Love, I would just I would ask him, like, do you know what you just did with Kevin Love two months ago? <laughs> do you think uh-huh. Tibbs
2: would take Kevin Love for Jimmy Butler?
1: Uh you know, he'd be a good fit, actually. But would Don't Tibbs well, like him?
0: Mm,
1: it's 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 hard to say because I think he would like that Kevin Love used to do chocolate milk ads. That seems like it would be up. <laughs> Love's Alley. He likes the fact that uh, he's like prematurely aged and Tibbs is like, oh, he's been playing a lot of minutes. I think I like that. Um, and I wonder if Tibbs is like really into 80s era Beach Boys. I could see him like having, Rock and Kokomo. Why, I could see Tibbs having like like a treadmill mix that he uses when he's working out and Kokomo being on it like six different times. I could see
2: Tibbs. Tibbs definitely would go to a state fair to see a band, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: I, in <laughs> fact, that might be the only place he would But go I think
2: to it's more there. like Bachman Turner Overdrive and less the Beach Boys, though. Yeah, they're a little soft for Tibbs,
1: don't you think?
2: Yeah, like Scorpions. I could uh-huh. see him being into. <laughs>
1: Uh, I could see him going to, like, a state fair concert that features two of the original members of Kansas.
2: Yeah. I Well, yeah.
1: I think he's like a wheel in the sky guy. Uh, yeah. I was thinking
2: Dust in the Wind. I bet he doesn't like that song, though. No, it's it's. Although too that soft. is what he did to Luol
1: Deng. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, De- is Deng playing at all? I don't know. I haven't... The Timberwolves are such a bummer, and, uh, yeah. Um, I bet Tibbs loves Def Leppard. Oh, for sure, because he's like, yeah, that's what I like. He lost an arm, and he kept drumming. (laughs) He didn't take any days off. Uh, Luol Deng has played 12 minutes this year in one game, and he is 0 for 3 from three-point range.
2: Well, I guess we should talk about that now, right? That weird thing that happened, uh, oh yeah, where Jimmy Butler rested himself, but Uh also maybe he was he was protesting still being there again,
1: but just for uh, one game. (laughs) And then the well, I think I okay. So this is a this is a shams bomb. Mm -hmm. Shams, shams bomb. Sorry, shams. It rhymes with bombs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shams bombs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as we always say, when you and I toast together, we say, uh, Woj Bombs for my real friends, Shams Bombs for my sha- sham-, sham friends.
2: Uh huh. <laughs> that is what we say. We say that every time. Um,
1: <laughs> but he said that Jimmy Butler was sitting out in the Utah Halloween game, and then very quickly... Woj was like no Jimmy Butler's just resting because he didn't go to training camp and he's out of shape mm-hmm. and it seemed like he smacked it down I kind of think that that might have been some uh, psyops from Woj like like leaking <laughs> the story through a like Woj loyal source just so he could smack it down I don't know like or... how, how long is Shams gonna do this he's 24 23 I mean, is this what he wants out of his life? I think so, yeah. Oh, man, just I don't know. Just just your your How many life's purpose, cards do you think Sham's has? I I would say it's in the 2 to 3,000 range. <laughs> They're just hidden all over his body at all times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, tiny body, but lots of business cards, he, like fleshing it out. He
2: has one of those, uh, those, like, you know, in action movies where, like, they have a thing on their wrist where a tiny gun pops out. Yeah. In, in their sleeve, he has one of those just full
1: of business cards. No, he's like, he's like a mid. Who's that X Men artist from the mid 90s? Rob, uh, Rob Leefield. Rob Leefield, he's like a Rob Leafield character, but for like the thigh knife, everyone is like a business card. All those pouches are just full of yeah, business cards. Just pouches full of business cards. <laughs> if, and and Shams is tiny, so they 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 fit against his tiny body. Okay, volume. if Shams
2: was an X Man, who would it be?
1: I feel like he'd be more like he reminds me of. He's Gambit, um, dude. Oh, he is gay. Oh, but with business cards. Yeah. He is like, uh,
2: uh. <laughs> All right, if Loge was an X-Man, Bullshare. who would he be? Bullshare.
1: Oh, uh. He's Wolverine. You think he's Wolverine? Yeah, he's, like he's the aged. coolest one. <laughs> and he's <like> ageless. Savage. <laughs> I was thinking he was maybe like like Magneto. Yeah, and he savages people. Yeah, you're right. He's Wolverine. <laughs> All
2: right, who's I was, Mark Stein?
1: I Shaw, oh, who is Mark Stein? I think he might be, like, Colossus. No, 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 no. He's Jean Grey, I think. Oh, he's Jean Grey. I was going to say Cyclops,
2: actually. <laughs> See, I think he's, like, Jean Grey because he's, like, pretty powerful, but also, like, was knocked out of the fight pretty yeah. easily.
1: <laughs> um, Well, I thought I thought that he was more like Cyclops, where he has a lot of power and he had to learn to control he got it by wolverine he got cooked by. yeah he got cooked by wolverine oh my god yeah. and uh yeah and then he was let down by the heartbreak of his own personal gene gray which is uh cal state fullerton athletics
2: i think i could do this all deal, day just and he... nba reporters who they are as x-men <laughs> <laughs> what if that was just our episode? Today? <laughs> That's the entire episode. We're like, throw everything
1: else out.
2: Alright, who's David Aldridge?
1: <laughs> David Aldridge is, is like I, I would say he's like Hank McCoy. I was gonna say he's bishop. Oh, interesting. Yeah, oh. I was I was going more cross Rachel just because oh, I yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. Like, he feels like he's like very versatile, but also very classy.
2: I only meant Bishop because he's like it feels like he's been around forever. Like yeah, he's like, right, a time say, yeah, like a
1: time traveler. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> what what would you are the starters like? Power. They're pack? like X
2: Factor. They're not yeah. even in the X Men. <laughs> what was the one with
1: multiple man? They're that. Uh, that yeah. That's. Uh... <laughs> I think it's like the secondary X Factor. Yeah, I think. but
2: yeah. I, that's X Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The think. Multi- yeah, Jay
1: Skeets yeah. is just the multiple. Man. They're all. They're the multiple. No, man. Trey Kirby is
2: multiple man. I think. Okay. He is everywhere. Yeah. Um, Jay Skeets, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get into X Factor yeah, uh, or X Force. Um, but I do want to ask. Uh. Uh-huh. There's one more person.
1: Yeah. Who is Ethan Sherwood Strauss? Ooh, ooh. Knocked out of the game for a while, young protege. Uh, I think he's Kitty Pride. Oh, that's pretty good. I was yeah. gonna say he's Hank McCoy, but oh, interesting. No, because I think he got he got like knocked out of commission for a while because of an evil person coming through. He's uh...
2: no, but we both... <laughs> an evil person <laughs> because of Wolverine.
1: <laughs> oh, right, I forgot he was Wolverine. I'm... Yeah, Woj is Wolverine, dude. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, ca- I can't even remember who Kitty Pride it, it's like a the thing is the person who knocked Kitty Pride out of commission is like a very low level uh was harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> was like, probably in hindsight I'd be like, Oh, is that was that Chris Claremont trying to make like an Inuit? Is that what's going on? Uh, but I think I think he's very like young, uh verbose, uh fan favorite. You know, mm-hmm. spunky uh, has a pet dragon. Uh, Tim Bontemps is Iceman Ice Man. All right, let's keep yeah, going. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to know which other NBA re- big M- yeah. big time NBA reporters are X Men, please ask us on Twitter at yeah. Joey Divine or at Sean Keen. I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to fuck up, up the oh, Rock account it's with this. Come straight pure. to the source. <laughs>
1: By the way, by the way, there there's not going to be slammed up for a little while because Brett and Randy are very busy right now. Um, Randy is tormented the entire week of Halloween. Uh, he's he's chased around. He's treated. You know he he can't trick or treat. It's only tricks. Trick or treat. Well, yeah. he also
2: can't trick or treat because he's 48 years old. Yeah,
1: it's, <laughs> it's just like a rough time because his his life is kind of supernatural as it is mm-hmm. and it's kind of amateur week uh whereas Brett's brett has to thing. buy uh it's mask shopping season for his
2: uh his eyes
1: wide shut orgies that's true that's true and, and he's also one of sitting... all the
2: masks are 20 percent off at all the halloween stores
1: yeah and he has a promo code and it's it's pretty ridiculous uh also Brett and Randy, uh, they it's Dia de los Muertos, and they're mourning all the uh, 28-year-olds in the NBA this year. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Um, all, right. all right, who's getting fired next, Sean? Oh, this is fun. <laughs> this is a fun yeah, game. Always, always fun to play, like, who's going to fucking lose their job? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's weird to look at the Minnesota Timberwolves, and, and it's like they're actually so dysfunctional, they're not functional enough to fire their coach. Right, they they're not like no one's in charge enough, and I kind of feel like it's such a like alpha dog fight right now mm-hmm. that Tibbs has a stronger will than the owner. Jimmy Butler might have a stronger will than Tibbs, but there's not enough people that outrank just the the like physical presence and relentless relentlessness of Thibodeau, like. He just won't sleep if he thinks he's about mm-hmm. to get fired. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I Jimmy Butler's still there. I can't believe he's still there. Mm-hmm. He lasted through the NFL trade deadline, which I would <laughs> say was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, I just don't okay, know
2: but, why that owner, he was like, come to me with your trades, uh-huh. and then hasn't made a trade. Like, I, I get that Tibbs is holding it up. Right. But I don't know why the owner is.
1: Yeah. I'd also, I'm not sure what people are waiting out exactly, but... I mean, I guess it's just Daryl Morey just just shoving his chips to the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay, but if Tibbs gets fired, who's taking over? Hmm... Kevin Garnett oh that's good that's good I would pick uh either a prince impersonator or Joe Smith
2: you can't pick Joe Smith dude they'll lose all those draft picks
1: oh you're right okay okay uh Terrell Brandon <laughs> actually you know who you know who I think would be good at it probably Chauncey Billups
2: I don't think but he's not- he wants to coach he wants to GM though
1: oh I think it's immense. He also wants to continue living in Denver, so that might hurt his chances. If Tibbs isn't getting fired, who is? I mean, it's I w- it's got to be Scott Brooks, right? Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> I think we we sort of thought that even before the Wizards started off 1 and 6. Uh but again,
2: he makes 7 million dollars a year, Sean.
1: Yeah, that's uh He got a five year deal, too. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, for Dan Gilbert, no big deal. Uh, for the Washington Wizards, I'm not sure they want to do that, given that, uh, you know, Ernie Grunfield is already making $38 million a year to be Mm -hmm. the GM. Yeah, $38 million. That's his contract. Also, Scott Brooks has, uh, Three more years on this deal. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, yeah, they'd, they'd have to pay him $21 million. $21 million. Yeah, they're going to... They're just going to drive... The, the plane is going to just crash. Mm-hmm. They're not going to pull it up. Um, he did say Dwight can shoot threes. Yeah, that's asking to get fired. <laughs> right? Um, I think... Also, the Wizards' schedule was kind of punishing at the beginning. They basically, like, went on a West Coast trip and lost every game. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Um, yeah, they they beat the Blazers and then lost to the Warriors, the Kings, the Clippers, and the Grizzlies. They have only had two home games. Mm-hmm. So, um, well... I think they're going to beat the Oklahoma City Thunder in D.C. tomorrow night. Anyway, uh, he's probably going to hold on just because he's owed so much money. But and if also, they
2: did fire him, who would yeah. they replace him with?
1: Um, I think this squad needs Rick Pitino. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my dream, I guess. You know who
2: my dream is? Who's that? Is? Uh. Anthony Scaramucci. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> yeah, he's already in DC, right? Well, yeah, I guess yeah. He well. lives in... But yeah, <laughs> a lobbying position. Oh, Scaramucci just yelling at those guys. <laughs> press conferences, just like lying about the stat sheet. Yeah, that would be like,
2: incredible. T- c- drunkenly <laughs> calling reporters and telling them that Dwight Howard can suck his own cock. Yeah, you're like what? <laughs> He's, like,
1: seven feet tall. That's incredible. Um, and then and is like, no, no, no. Dwight Howard didn't miss five three-pointers. You missed five three-pointers. He hires Rance Priebus
2: as a, uh, an assistant just to throw him under the bus a week yeah, into the season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, he, he would fire Rance Priebus mid-game. Oh, man. All right. Um, depressing. I know, I know I'm bummed that <laughs> Scaramucci isn't coaching the team already. <laughs>
2: Uh, all right. What about Billy Donovan, Sean? The Thunders seem
1: like they're in trouble. Yeah, they got to three and four tonight, but they they definitely could have lost that game to the Charlotte mm-hmm. Hornets. Uh, I mean, it's it's weird because it just seems like their roster should be a little better than it is. But also, maybe those guys just aren't very good. Uh, Rick
2: you Baker I mean? is havoc, by the way. Anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> Like what happened to that guy? <laughs> yeah, he seemed really,
1: really cool for like a uh, two years. And, then yeah. all of a and they're like, "Is he? Did he move to New Mexico or something?" <laughs> he married? What happened to that guy? Um.
2: Anyway, what what were you saying about Billy Donovan? Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. the, the like I I would kind of want to blame Billy Donovan, but also at the same time, I'm just I I think a lot of their guys just aren't that good. Like I de- like Russ, Paul George, Stephen Adams. That fine, but the rest of the team is like I think Pat Patterson just might not be very good anymore. Yeah, and I think Terrence Ferguson might eventually be good, but isn't good right now. And there's just like not a ton of epithet. well, Intruder's just been terrible. Yeah. Uh, also, they play Raymond Felton a lot. Yeah, that's. <laughs> weird that's a weird but but also kind of doesn't seem like Billy Donovan is doing that exactly because it's I don't know who the I don't know I mean they're they're playing like a Breen, a abrinus was really good tonight by the way but uh and Diallo seems like they have something anyway I just think I don't I don't think they're gonna fire him I but but they're if cheap, they did they're definitely not gonna yeah. fire him if they did, I think there's basically two Oklahoma choices. And those choices are Nick Collison. Mm-hmm. Probably still under contract, I'm guessing. Uh, and Thor.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say Kevin Ollie. Oh. Because he was their backup their terrible backup point guard for a really long time, remember? Yeah. They love having guys like that around, like Kevin Ollie, then Derek fisher
1: yeah <laughs> then uh now raymond felton dude it's also it's so weird that kevin ollie isn't a college coach anymore i don't really understand how that happened
2: i don't follow college basketball so i don't know i can't even oh tell oh you. he um i know he was like a really good candidate and then all of a sudden everyone was like kevin ollie
1: sucks yeah, yeah. So he has some kind of, um, yeah. He went to he took over a UConn team because Jim Calhoun had been cheating.
2: Oh, what? Uh,
1: uh, yeah, and then in his second year, he led like a ten seed to the NCAA title, which was uh the Shabazz, Jeremy Lamb team. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it. Uh, so he there was he got fired with just cause. I don't know what the I don't know what the scandal is. There's some kind of there's some kind of uh, cheating investigation. Well, we and don't care to about college to basketball. Who cares? On Rock, so. Let Kevin <laughs> Ollie coach the team. <laughs> let him do it. Um,
2: what if they just like let like a crew of like uh frackers
1: do it. Oh, that'd be great. They're just like the game starts and Terrence Ferguson misses a shot. Oh, suddenly... I
2: know who should coach them.
1: Oh yeah. That I little watch, girl they... in the cupcake costume. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was just imagining Terrence Ferguson being hit by a high pressure water hose, but yeah, the, <laughs> the cupcake costume would be better. Yeah. Um I think there's only only one other potential fiery. Who? Oh, no, uh, I have another one. I have a dark horse one. Okay. Uh, do you want to do yours or should I do I'll mine? I'll do mine. Okay.
2: I think we're going to talk a little bit about this team later, I believe. Well, we might be running out of time, actually. So uh, I think Dave Yeager is still a dark horse for this because. With games coach? Yes, and I'll tell you why. I don't think they're this good. Uh-huh. And I think there's gonna be like three weeks of terrible losing, and Vivek and Vladi
1: are now like, this team is good. What's going on? <laughs> oh. let's let's talk about the team real quickly here. I think sure. Okay, because they won they won five games in a row, and everyone reacted like, when was the last time they won five games in a row? And I was thinking it was probably when they had Ron Artest. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what they? You know when the last time they had a five game winning streak was? Never? 2014. Not really that uh-huh. long ago. They started the season 5-1. and one. They won five games in a row. No, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. yeah at the time, we're saying, man, when was the last time the Kings won five games in a row? Which is not a great sign that in four years later, people are still like, yeah, there's no way that team could win all their basketball games mm-hmm. for a week. Um, and what happened after that is uh, they went, you know, not terrible. They had a 6-12 and 12 stretch, and when they were 11-13, and 13, uh, they fired Mike Malone. Mm-hmm. And then Tyron Corbin took over, and then George Carl took over, mm-hmm. and then he fired. <laughs> uh, so you you are right that uh, you could be... Dave Yeager could be five weeks away from being fired if history is any guide. Mm-hmm. Like, it was five weeks later that Mike Malone... was fired (laughs) um but yeah the kings are just playing super fast um they i mean my favorite king story of the year is that terrence ross of the magic asked to be subbed out because he was so tired Mm -hmm. uh like
2: it looks like here's what they remind me of uh is they remind me a lot of last year's orlando magic team Uh, There was like drilling lots of threes. Well, and and let me tell you, I'm just going to read you the month, uh, the first few weeks of the season here for Orlando. Uh, Heat win, Nets loss, Cavs win, Nets win, Spurs win, Hornets loss, Pelicans win, Grizzlies win. So now they are two, four, they're six and three or six and two. That's what they start uh the season as uh then they lose 2 in a row then win 2 in a row and uh, then lose 9 games in
1: a row they were it's so weird because i really think that orlando was the worst team in the league last year they <laughs> weren't by record but aside from aaron gordon shooting like 60% from 3 for a little while um yeah and i I don't really believe in the Kings. I just believe in them to the extent that um, I thought they would be a 28 win team. Mm-hmm. And now I think they could be like a 34 win team. <laughs> I, d- I definitely do not think they're going to the playoffs. Um, Right. But, but the a couple- reason I say yeah. Jaeger
2: here yeah. uh-huh. is I think this start again we're right. not dealing with smart guys here. Well, they don't—they don't have their pick too, so they really want to make the playoffs, right? But they're gonna—they're gonna have a bad two weeks, and they're gonna uh, think that like the coach <laughs> is underperforming now.
1: Yeah, I—the only thing I—it's weird that I feel like this, but I—I—I I, I just think that Buddy Heald is playing. At the true Buddy Healed level. You
2: love talking about Buddy Healed on this podcast. Yeah. You are the only NBA podcaster who brings up Buddy Healed
1: once like a week. month. Yeah. <laughs> I just because I I was just I just feel bad because I was so negative about him. And I just didn't realize he got uh a little bit above average last year. And for some reason, him becoming less shitty has just blown my mind, I guess. He was plus forty in the game tonight, but uh But anyway, who you know, whatever. Here's whatever. it's
2: obvious who's gonna be who's the replacement for Dave Yeager, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's obviously Vivek Rana himself. Oh incredible first owner coach. Uh-huh. Uh huh was- the parking lot robot will be his assistant. mm
1: mm-hmm. Um, It'll be great. They'll be playing it'll... four on five. Yeah. And I would say they should consider Ladybird. Just think, think, <laughs> about think about letting Ladybird coach the team. <laughs> Sacramento's greatest success. Dude, games. I'm
2: still mad they didn't send Greta Gerwig to the draft. Um, hey, come on. Do it next year. All right. Yeah. Um. Uh, finally, who's other... yours? Who, who's your... uh, Luke, Wal- Luke Walton.
1: I think he's on the hot seat. Uh, Lakers are not playing well in the fourth quarter. Uh, because it's Los Angeles, there will all there will always be a hundred thousand people at least calling for his firing on any given night. Mm-hmm. Um, could could swing public opinion. Um, and you know the Lakers are sort of stabilized, but I I just they could they've got three games coming up, and two of them are against teams that have beaten the Lakers already this year, and one is the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I just wonder if they, like, like all Luke has to do is make it to Thanksgiving, but they they have a rough schedule for the next uh, week or two. Do you think LeBron would want Ty Lue again? <laughs> um, it kind of seems like that's the main thing Ty Lue had going for him, was that he was, like, friends with LeBron, but I... I don't think Ty Lue would take the job.
2: I do kind of love the idea. It's it would be very Lakers though to oh, hire yeah. Ty Lue and then like claim he's like a Laker legend. Yeah, he's
1: like always a lifetime Laker. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, <laughs> look, they they won that finals when yeah, when he got Iver, when he got embarrassed for yeah. his entire life. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. So. I don't really think he's gonna get fired, but he definitely could get fired. So,
2: um, all right. Uh, you wanted to read an ad here?
1: Oh yeah. Well, the re- I think we both know who the replacement coach should be.
2: Oh, for the Lakers?
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, do you you're want saying, a real
2: uh, one? Do you want a real one or a fake one? <laughs> uh. I could very much see Magic Johnson hiring Michael Cooper. Oh boy, yeah, because he's
1: won at every level except the NBA, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's um, a WNBA champion. Uh, I think it should be Kobe Bryant. Jesus. And everyone would be so uncomfortable. And Kobe would just be like standing and underbiting at people and uh, writing he's...
2: poetry mid game. God, that would be a nightmare. Oh my God. <laughs> that's the only thing that's worse than Derrick Rose scoring 50 points in a game. Uh, oh my God. No. No, Sean. No. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so we, we do have an ad read. It's for uh, a new film. It's called All the Not My President's Men uh, plot of this. It's a movie starring the uh, Krasenstein brothers. Uh, here's the plot. The whole staff of the Hill reporter is hot on the trail of a story. President Chump has been lying to the American people. Uh, The Krasenstein brothers are there to investigate every gym, GNC supplement store, Pilates studio, and waxing salon in their efforts to find the truth. They put the resist in resistance training. It all culminates in a secret meeting with their source Eric Jr. in the parking garage of a Crunch Fitness who threatens to blow the lid off all the Trump administration's misdeeds, as well as Marco Fultz's shooting exercises. Hey, police, Time to make a totally normal collar on these baddies. Uh, If you order this direct-to-DVD movie now, you'll also get Welcome to the Gun Control Show, which features the Krasenstein Brothers instructional weightlifting video. When the front family gets fitted for prison clothes, you'll be taking off your shirt off everywhere you go. Uh, All My Not the President's Men, directed by Eric Garland. So uh, check that out, just in time for the midterms. That's coming out.
2: A movie starring the Krasensteins, I mean, about the Krasensteins, uh-huh. is the only movie in history where the actors are in worse shape than the <laughs> than the
1: regular people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All those guys. guys. Man, talking about the blue wave, you know what I'm saying? Um.
2: Okay, there's only, there's one more thing I want to talk to you about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Halloween last night. Oh, yeah, let's do it, yeah. Um, And I want to tell you some NBA. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you an NBA player and then their costume, and then you're going to tell me if you think better about them or worse. Okay. Okay? Uh, Your first is LeBron James. When is Jason Voorhees? When is Jason? Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason for this and you're gonna be so mad when I tell you.
1: I mean, just was there a point when Jason's about to like kill a kid at Crystal Lake and he says sheesh? Two weeks ago, LeBron James
2: announced he was producing a new Friday the thirteenth movie. Oh, come on.
1: <laughs> uh by the way, uh my <laughs> My my friend's father wrote the original Friday the 13th movie mm-hmm. and is, like, stunned all the time at its lasting impact because <laughs> it was just, like, a trash garbage thing, uh... Anyway, he also has a great baseball podcast uh, called Productive Outs. So, uh, okay, tell me about tell me about how you feel about LeBron playing Jason
2: in what is essentially branded content. Yeah, I hate it.
1: I hate it. Like <laughs> also, here's the thing. LeBron used to have a, a, a Halloween party that was so extreme that Kevin Love felt the need to fly in you know, like it was Kyle Corver. Oh, Kyle Corver yeah. flew in a Hollywood expert to get his costumes. Uh-huh. Didn't he hire?
2: He hired little uh, people. Little people. Yeah. Jesus,
1: <laughs> not cool, Kyle Corver. Anyway, I mean, look, a job is a job. I mean, I'm sure long. those little people went to Kyle Corver's mega church too. So yeah, 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 and they were like well compensated <laughs> for the first. But but did LeBron just not have a Halloween party this year? Uh, I'm guessing not. Yeah, because he would have been like, All right, everybody, I really want your costumes, and then like immediately Kuzma and Lonzo had diss tracks making fun of his party, and he's like Ah <laughs> oh, I hate it. these millennials, sheesh. Um,
2: all right. Clay Thompson went as Jackie Moon from uh the the not super popular but weirdly lasting basketball uh, comedy semi pro starring Will uh Ferrell.
1: uh you know it almost felt like he wasn't even in costume because you're like oh yeah clay thompson is an aba player he just happens to be among us in the nba but uh right doesn't he have like the heart of a virginia squire when you think about it um <laughs> he's like he's like marvin good news barnes you know what i mean like like oblivious might think that going into a new time zone is time traveling, but, like, not addicted to cocaine or, you know. Uh, I love it. it. He also, like, Clay's look this year is better than he's ever looked. Like, the just, like, a full beard, growing his hair out, um, and the fact that he had to put on a headband because of his bleeding head while he was setting the single-game three-point shooting record is, like, it It looked so good, like the whole package was very goofy but endearing i I love it, also kind of funny, like also captures the childlike nature of Clay Thompson that he would dress as a basketball player that for was Halloween. what I was gonna
2: bring like that's why I brought it up is yeah. to me it is extremely on brand because it says two things. I love basketball and I love weed and that's it about me. That yeah, is my yeah, yeah. personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Next, DeAndre Ayton uh-huh. went as Pennywise from the new It
1: movie. Okay. Here's the thing. I know it's Halloween. I know he's a young man. DeAndre De... Ayton should not be playing any undead and immortal characters because he he has old man face he has odin face you know what i mean like it's it's not as bad in the face but the forehead is so wrinkled and old looking that i just don't think you want to remind people Mm -hmm. of that also uh the phoenix suns are full of kids and that's Pennywise's targets
2: uh I don't believe anyone over the age of 15 should go as a scary Halloween costume that's just my general opinion uh and I think less of you if you do Um, also
1: also, you're seven feet tall you gotta ramp it up (laughs) you're you're not scary enough towering over the rest of us
2: um right. JaVale McGee went as the the original Dr. Seuss
1: Grinch oh See I like it because it it feels like the reverse of LeBron's synergistic costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like he's um, making a statement about that shitty new Grinch. That shitty new Grinch who's like, yeah, you know what America needs? A sassier Grinch. Yeah.
2: Like, what if the Grinch was, like, a sassy bitch?
1: <laughs> yeah, he like, a, you know, like he, he was just, like, owning everybody. Was, uh, the Grinch is just like, Christmas, you're canceled. <laughs> um, uh, JaVale is also playing great. Sure. I don't care about that though. We're talking about Halloween, a, you're Sean. Right, right? Saying he he uh he definitely trick or treated all over DeAndre Jordan on
2: Halloween. Um, Robin Lopez, was oh. Elliot from ET full with so, bike and basket? Uh, so funny and such a weird
1: like it's a very funny costume, and I love that he rode his bike onto the court. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, almost cr- who did he almost crash into? That oh, Gary one. Harris. Gary mm-hmm. Harris. He <laughs> almost hit with his bike. Um, it was a very endearing costume. Also, um, I respect that it's a pretty easy costume. You know what I mean? The like one thing
2: s- I will say about it, though, huh?
1: not sick and twisted enough. Oh no, it's it's <laughs> it's incredibly wholesome. But also, I kind of like that he just sort of. Like, he got the bike and the E.T. and otherwise was like, eh, I'm going to put on a hoodie. But let's be honest, though. Let's be honest, though, Sean. Uh
2: Uh, A hoodie... I mean, sorry, a bike for a seven-footer is expensive, I bet.
1: Yeah, that's true. Remember when (laughs) Sean Bradley's bike got stolen and it ruined his life? (laughs) Well, the other thing I thought of when he had E.T. was, you know how um, when, like, things hurt, when when... E.T. gets drunk and Elliot gets drunk. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's the case with the Lopez twins oh, too. Oh, for
2: sure, dude. Yeah. Except Look, neither it, of them have ever been drunk.
1: No, no, no. It's just like sugar highs. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, Robin's just like, why, why am I so excited right now? And then you cut to Brooke. Brooke just, is just like, how? A oh, giant give me another pixie stick. <laughs> a giant pixie stick. I was like, why are my hands shaking? It's like I gotta drink a jolt cola to balance things out,
2: uh, all right, you're gonna love this one uh uh-huh. uh James Harden went as Tom Hardy's bane. oh great I'm, job. Let me send you what this looks like in the
1: chat right now,, okay. oh hell, yes, here's the thing like without the <laughs> without the mask, isn't this kind of something you could see James Harden just wearing? yes. Because uh, it's like futuristic crazy. under something old. <laughs> and the quote no one cared who I was till I put on the mask. And in a way, it's like almost a reference to his own beard. Yeah. But like Yeah, James Harden doesn't care. Kind of a nihilist. Like he could <laughs> see him wanting to watch the world burn. And uh yeah. Also, uh, the League of Shadows put out a contract on Moses Malone Jr. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's what I was hoping you'd bring up. <laughs> all right. uh, in your face, Moses Malone Jr., he's going to murder us.
2: <laughs> um, all right, and finally, if you've got to have a Bane, if there's uh-huh. going to be a Bane, you also need a Batman. Check the chat.
1: Oh, hell yes. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so happy. Lonzo
2: Ball went as a full-on Batman oh. uh, in a full Batman costume. He is so skinny, it looks real shitty, which it's, is make which
1: makes it better. Oh. It's it's way better. Okay, so this is like I thought Victor Oladipo's Black Panther costume was was terrible. Pretty bad. It was horrible. Uh, like, it was like ill-fitting and also like how how much is he going to be going back to that well you know what <laughs> i mean like he already did it at the dunk contest and and again much like much like black panther himself uh loses a lot in the first round of battles right mm-hmm. uh but lonzo looks so
2: happy um he was doing the batman voice uh there's a there's a clip of him in full batman voice going up to Brandon Ingram and going Mr. Ingram uh, Mr. Ingram uh try not to get any fouls I think is what he says
1: That's so good Also I like to imagine Lavar as Alfred just being like oh, <laughs> oh Mr Mr Lonzo I uh I mean I got to tell you about um Well actually he'd be he'd be like Lucius Fox cuz he makes him the gear right well
2: no i mean look i do think there is it is a little telling uh-huh. that he wanted to be someone with a dead dad
1: oh um, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> i think we're, i think we gotta end on that joey <laughs> my dream <laughs> i'm just alone by my by myself you know what
2: i'll say I think it's weird no NBA player when is Thanos this year. If you told me I, that I had to bet on an NBA player doing one Halloween costume, it would have been Thanos.
1: Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, yeah. That is weird. You know, even, and there even is a G League player whose name is almost Thanos. <laughs> what if Thondmaker's Maker's name was Thanos Maker? that would be incredible That'd be so tight and then he's talking to Giannis, and he's like oh i got the i got the smoothie gem from Giannis." <laughs> and then he got like the the manga jam the gem from uh brooke lopez and then deli got him like uh the vegemite gem <laughs> all right i'm gonna stop doing that um all right sean what do you want to plug uh, I'm going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco right before Christmas with Samuel Bade. We're co-headlining five shows three nights, December 20th through the 22nd. You can get your tickets at livenation.com. Um, do you want to
2: plug West Coast Bias as
1: well? Neither of you are doing a very good job plugging that show. Yeah, well, I'm always, like, I'm always getting... I'm, I work Wednesday nights, and they, all, they always start the stream before I'm actually able to participate. But uh, West Coast Bias, a Twitch stream, uh, twitch.tv slash bigcorbs with Corbin Smith, hosted the Take It or Break It podcast with other guests. Uh, the concept of the show is it's just a basketball recap for the West Coast teams, which uh, we have defined as the Pacific Division plus Portland minus Phoenix. So you need to actually border the Pacific Ocean um and that you know, is when it's a very <laughs> strange uh anyway that's that is the concept so it's it's your source uh apparently corbin's going to have a west coast standings board next week very excited for that but uh it was it was a little slower because of halloween but uh the first the first one was very vibrant thanks to all the roundball rocketeers who showed up in the chat uh roundball yeah. what the fuckers mount up <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah, and then um oh I have a thing. I'll probably put out the link. I did a thing about um TV shows going on re- without their uh lead stars for just because House of Cards and uh the Connors were coming out, and there were some like weird and interesting ones that I found in the research of it. Just uh-huh. uh you know you know the main thing that you see. Uh, female actresses demanding equal pay and then getting blackballed from the industry. Very tight, very tight. <laughs> I'm an, I'm a thread.
2: Um. As for me, I have a real thing to plug. Actually, um, yeah. I uh, helped write some videos for Public Bank LA. Uh, you can find that those on Twitter at Public Bank LA. They starred David Bory and Josh Androsky um, and Friends Hayes Davenport and Deb to De- Oh Deb, Deb, her name is so hard to say. Deborah, Deborah viani um, right? Was she's that right? So funny. Deborah she's Digiviani. So funny, yeah.
1: Oh, the one of, of uh, the the nation of Canada, full of great comedians. I don't think that anybody right now makes me laugh more than Deborah Digiviani. Yeah, she's so saying. funny. Um, such, a, such a, yeah. Uh, goddamn Jeff.
2: And then, um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. We're on five twenty six fifteen. I tweeted Think I broke my knee trying to get on my motorcycle. Tried to whip my leg over real quick and knead the luggage rack so hard I threw up. <laughs> Trust the process.
1: Trust the process.
2: Shut it down, let's never talk about Derek Rose ever again. Previously
1: on X-Men.